Welcome back to the Bridge TJU podcast with your host Angela, and today I have special guest star Karen. Hello. Uh, Karen's been with us uh, since the beginning. She helps with coordinating, planning events. She does a whole lot. Um, so I'm the behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and she always does all the openers. Um, but yeah, since we haven't done one since before break, so it's been a it's been a stretch for. A little more acclimated into the new semester, so we're sitting down. Um, since it is a new year, we want to start off by talking about New Year's resolutions, just because I have some opinions to share on that. But some hot takes. Yeah, maybe maybe hot. But uh, <laughs> Karen, what do you what do you think about New Year's resolutions? Do you have any? Um, I personally don't have any because I didn't like take the time to sit down and be like, this is what I'm gonna do in the new year. I feel uh-huh. like. I think my hot take on like New Year's resolutions is that if you're gonna wait till New Year's, you're not gonna actually stick through with them. If you want yeah. like actual resolutions, you have to start them like wake up the next day, boom, start it, or like slowly get incl- like yeah, exactly. Into them. I mean that's that's I agree. I think they're a load of crap, <laughs> and it pisses me <laughs> off when I hear about people's. I mean like good for you to have that, but I don't think they're. Like, I don't want to associate the beginning of a new year as a new person or, like, when really nothing changed. Like, you know, when the ball drops, like... Yeah, you're still the same person. Nothing has changed. I don't want to think of myself. Like you said, like, waiting until New Year's. And then if I set a goal, I don't want to be in that headset where, like, I change or all my accomplishments are only within a year. Because I decided to wake up one morning and be like, I'm yeah, get these new resolutions. Yeah, like, my goals aren't based off of when the new year is. I feel like it's also, like, a birthday thing. Like, you don't feel any different on your birthday. You're not going to feel That's any the same different. thing when you wake up and your parents are like, how do you feel? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I feel so much older. I just, like, I d- can't even tell. I know. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad. I'm glad we agree. But <laughs> it was definitely something that was pushed more, like, as a kid. And I get it, like, an activity. Because you don't really understand as a kid growing up and in grade school. So, it's just, like, a thing for you to do. I mean, always the first day back at school, I'd be like, okay, we're going to spend an hour doing resolutions. And I'm like, what? Or, like, oh, like, you're going to read this many books. You're going to start going to the gym. You're going to start traveling more. Like, all this stuff. And I don't know. I feel like... I'm all for tracking things progress-wise. Like, with the gym, um, I track every workout. Um... And I'll look at things, but, like, I don't, I don't want anything to be short-term or something I can, like, complete in a year or whatever. Um, yeah. I think it's also, like, the, I don't want to say, like, the bad connotation with it, but then it's, like, okay, you're done with this year's New Year's resolutions and, like, a couple Yeah, you have to have something new. Well, Well, then what else are you going to do for the rest of the year? Like, come up with new year's resolutions, go back to your old bad habits, and I say, I will say, like, in the past I did have some New Year's resolutions and I completely, like, forgot about them. Because it's like, Same. you get a couple months in and you're like, Ugh, what? There are also things I didn't care about, but I just brought up because, like, you have to with a New Year's resolution. That's yeah. why, that's why I don't like them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Forcing you to do something. Yeah. And then, um, same thing, like, the connotation around them is every year it has to be something new but I don't want to change myself every year or like start a habit I don't know and 
I feel like my thing is I don't want to start something that I know I'm not going to be able to stick with because then exactly. I just like feel guilty about it. Yeah, and then you have like the shame and peer pressure and guilt. Especially <laughs> if you tell other people what your New Year's resolutions oh, are. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, I thought you said you were going to do this. Even if I have, I mean, when the New Year comes around, you can take the time for like a bit of reflection, but um, yeah, I, I don't set like actual resolutions. I have goals for myself, like, I feel like usually at all times. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't want to set like times. Like, yeah. I don't want to have something be time to like a certain month I just want to be like see my progress and reflect throughout the year like oh I'm glad I don't do this anymore I'm yeah. glad I did this to make myself healthier and da, 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 da. I think it's also easier or maybe I'm wrong but like I think it's easier when you're either super young or you're settled down to do resolutions mm-hmm. because like things can change for us at any moment being students like in college um, we have a plan or an idea of what's going to happen. And, like, as an adult, you don't really know either. But things are just so unsteady at this age. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, what, like, 18, 19? Yeah. Like, the, this age, nothing is set in stone. And we're, like, living on campus. Yeah. Everything, everything changes, like, overnight, literally. Yeah. So even if I were to set goals, like, they're... Um, there could be something preventing me. Like, let's say if I do have a gym goal, um, but there's a chance, like, right now I'm in the works of um, possibly studying away, and, like, what if I don't have access to a gym, or, like, I'm not in control of my food somewhere else? All right, so while we're on the topic of hot takes, uh, we're going to shift this over a bit to a recent event that we did um, called Bridge the Gap. Karen, you want to talk to us? little bit about it um yeah I'll give the short story of it so basically it is an event that we host and we have uh, professors come in as moderators and we also get students come in and every professor has like a different subject they'll be talking about we're talking about um, Christian nationalism with Hobby Lobby uh, the monarchy Second Amendment gun rights things like that and they'll be asking their uh, non-polarized questions to the students and just having open discussion um no judgment just letting everyone mm-hmm. voice their own opinions um that's what the whole bridge mindset is about is just letting everyone know they have a safe space to talk about their opinions and have everyone's attention yeah and just to paint the picture on that so we i think there was about like eight or nine tables with moderators mm-hmm. and then each table had from like three to six students uh, we had some food, it was great, music playing, but we had 10 minutes at each table, and then after the time was up, we would switch. And 10 minutes might sound like a lot, but it was really fast, because I sat in on a couple other rotations, and we, like, barely got through the discussion, and then we're like, oh, crap, we gotta yeah. move. That was fun. It's kind of like a teaser that we give, like, students, like, this is what potential topics that we talk about in our bridge yeah. discussions could be about so they get a little taste of what could be happening and then that 10 minutes goes up and they're still wanting to hear more and we'll be like well this is why you should come to any other bridge <laughs> events or like our own little discussions that we have every week yeah it was a good na- good way to get um some new people in and then one of the things we had since it was um 
in a performing space at our school. There was a table outside, um, like the entryway in, and we had a bunch of prizes and stuff and a wheel. So um, people would spin the wheel and then answer a hot take that they had on a bunch of different topics. So Karen has some of them written down and we'll just talk about each one briefly. <laughs> so the, I think the funniest one for me was that Stanley Cups could send a Victorian oh. child into a coma. <laughs> Um, I um, have I have a Stanley Cup. I will not lie. I've been looking to get <gasps> the hot pink one because that's the only one that's called my attention. But I will I will defend them because I I do definitely follow trends, unfortunately. But <laughs> usually only if it's for a reason. Yeah. So like the water bottle one is always switching. I had my hydro flask for about four or five years, and it it honestly needed an upgrade. And I never like switched when. There was like Yetis or the one that starts with an O, like the, the Owala. Sh- yeah, I never, I never did any of those. I no, but then I I got a gift card for Christmas for Dix, and I went ahead and bought the Stanley Cup, and I love it because of how big it is. It's forty ounces, but it doesn't feel like it because of the shape, and you can hold it. That's see, that's my whole thing. I want it's to, all the handle because like my water bottle I have now, I think is like. 25 30 ounces and i chug that water because it's yeah. thirsty on campus it's college is you your laptop and your water bottle yeah. against the world so i want a 40 ounce water bottle to carry around it's so nice because again it doesn't feel like 40 ounce because yeah. i have i think i got like a water bottle from work that i don't really use but it's 40 ounces and it's huge and it's a pain in the butt to lug around and it's also one of like the unscrew ones so yeah. i despise it but with the Stanley Cup, because of the straw, I'll just be doing homework or whatever, and I put it in front of me, and I'll just drink it. Like, it's almost like a fidget. <laughs> I, see, that's that's what I want. That's what I've been looking for. But everywhere that I look for, for the hot pink, like the Azalea Stanley color, it's I like seen... all sold out on Urban Outfitters. It's like all sold out. I've been looking at like Is that Amazon. one more expensive? Yeah, I was looking on Amazon for it, and it's like $130. You're joking. I spent 40 and it was a gift card, that's what so I didn't I feel was bad. Saying. I was like, yeah, right now on Amazon for the 40 ounces, like $130. Oh. And everywhere else, even on, like, Etsy, yeah, like, Etsy is... I just, I looked up a picture. That's too much for me. The Hydro Flask, they have their bright color, but I have the one that's almost looks like it's white, See, but it's blue. I, I like the... I like that one just because, like, my backpack is black. It'll stand out. Yeah, I true. just want it, but now it's $126, <laughs> and I don't know, man. That's, <gasps> I can't wait. I just thought about bringing it to the beach. It's the perfect beach. Oh, wait, you're, you're in Oklahoma. Sorry. I don't have a beach. Um, I have a lake. <laughs> Close enough. But, I, I mean, we like, have a, a family shore house, but I only, I get to go down like maybe once or twice for a couple of days just because it's shared. But the worst part about the beach is like you bring a water bottle and then it always will like fall over in the sand. Oh and then God, when yeah. you unscrew it, it's, it's gross. I mean, this might be gross because of the straw. That's the only thing. But I was just thinking like if you have that with the handle. But you can take the straw out and like it closes. closes. So like it's still True. pretty good. I might as well. I have honestly just you been thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to suck it up and just order <laughs> one of the other colors. And when it's not sold out, I'll order the pink one and I'll just have two. Yeah. I'll, switch, I'll switch it out. <laughs> so that was one of the hot takes. Um some of the other ones were Kanye was right. Don't know what he was right about, but apparently. yeah, I don't know who said these were ones people just wrote on the board. Yeah, so we don't have like who actually wrote them. We just have what they wrote. 
Um, our bodies shouldn't be trends, so that's like going back to like the BBL era being over. Um, Ed Sheeran is overrated. Yeah. Everything from the early 2000s was better, which yeah. I kind of agree. Um, Disney's overrated. Harry no. Styles isn't actually good, and his outfits are bad. That Facts. one's a little controversial, but It's okay. a little aggressive, but uh, yeah. I agree. I mean, he has a good singing voice. I'm just not a fan of, like, his whole fan base and just everything in general about him. If he had a better fan base, I would consider, but, like, I just don't enjoy I will say, I listened to a couple of his songs. Oh! More from, like, his <laughs> from like his older album. I don't think I've listened to any of, like, his newer, yeah. like, They're Harry House so album. They're all so pop, and, yeah, like, I just, I don't it like... It is very pop. I like... I'm not a pop person. I like his song, She, the guitar solo in that. I Chef's think I've maybe heard it, but... Yeah, I can respect, like, the older ones when he, like, first came out on his own. Yeah. Um, but, no, I don't like his whole, like, image now. Just, <laughs> he's over the top, and all his fans are, and it's too much. And he, like... I will say, he has, like, sold out Madison Square Garden, like, multiple times. So he does have a lot of support, but it's also so overpriced. The amount of money people spend to see that man, it's unhealthy. I will say. He has enough money, he can make it cheap. That and the Taylor Swift whole Ticketmaster and the tickets being, like, over $1,000 is just That's Was it another one on Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah, it was, um... Taylor Swift's old music is better than her new music, yeah. and I will say I am kind of biased for this because her older music is like country music. I was just gonna say, and country music has my heart. I am from Oklahoma, so yeah, I love me some I teardrops on my guitar. I absolutely despise Taylor Swift. I despise her more than Harry Styles, but I don't like either of those fan bases. But the same thing with like her new. It's all about their image now, not about, like, the quality of their music or whatever. I, I will say, I have not listened to any of Taylor Swift's album no. past, like, the 1989 album. Yeah, and even then, I wasn't really a fan, but, like, I like some of her, like, her first album, the, like, hard country one. Yes. There's a couple songs in there I'm I telling like. you, Teardrops on My Guitar, I gotta, Tim I McGraw, gotta... He Belongs With Me, <laughs> those are the bangers. <laughs> But, like, like I said, anything past her, like, 1989 album, which was when she was turning more, like, pop and not yeah, country. Yeah, that's where it went down. I, yeah, I don't listen to any She of had that. a uh, more unique voice, and now like, she's just, like, not singing. That's the same thing with Harry Styles. If you, like, know a bit about music, and even just listening to it, there was one of his newer songs. I think I, like, heard on the radio when I was in the car with my mom. Like, I don't use the radio, but she had it on. And he uses a certain technique that people think, like, sounds unique or advanced, whatever, but really, it's all the team, like, the production team that does all the work. He does one vocal, maybe he'll sing it, like, a step up, but they adjust it so it sounds like there's, like, four or five of him singing at once. Um... And it pisses me off because it's, like, not him doing the work. It's everyone altering. If you just heard the raw cut of that song, I can assure you it would not be as good. <laughs> it's I don't know, man. Like, I really don't listen it's to It's just anything. not, like, talent. I don't know. So, some of the other <laughs> hot takes were Dim Talk is Toxic. Um, the Death Penalty Should Be Abolished. Chicken Finger Thursday uh, sucks. We have to explain that one a bit. Because we don't know who's listening to this, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, Ch- 
Chicken Finger Thursday is a rave on campus, oh. on Jefferson campus. Um, it's just as it sounds. Every Thursday at the cafeterias or like the lunch rooms, they have chicken fingers, or you can get a chicken finger wrap. Yeah. Um, every Thursday, Ugh. without a miss, and the lines are so long. Everyone wants their, their chicken, chicken fingers. fingers that they make, and you can tell. I'd honestly rather have the ones they had in like high school or whatever. Literally, you could just microwave them. They come frozen and, like, pre-breaded or whatever. The ones here are always raw, taste like crap, no flavor. Yeah. And but everyone goes crazy for ev- no reason. Everyone goes crazy. There's lines. It's, <laughs> you can't squeeze through to get to, like, the other section. Every Thursday, I'm like, okay, I can't eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, okay, Thursday, I have to get there either really early before the line starts or, like, not eat until, like, 2, 3 in the afternoon. Yeah. So, everyone... It's Someone. so overrated, but people have been complaining about it a lot more recently. It was more a hype before. I think, like, when we, um, when everything started up again after COVID, everyone yeah. was, like, so excited, and now it's gone to crap, and, um, well, the dining hall staff has gotten feedback, so now they offer yeah. other foods. I think it's also because, like, we're freshmen when we came in last year, so we're like, oh my gosh, chicken fingers every Thursday, and now you're like, it sounds oh good. my god, it's... In chicken theory. fingers again <laughs> but not even good chicken fingers like i love me some homemade chicken nuggets tenders my mm-hmm. grandmother makes them you very hungry <laughs> oh the ones my grandmother makes are amazing i'm gonna like ask her to make some right now but they're so good and very tasty but theirs are not tasty like you have to douse it in sauce yeah. and then you just bite raw chicken or fat and then i and then they only hungry. give you like three yeah, but they're not filling or big, and that's it, and that's, like, your whole meal swipe. And I will say, the sweet potato fries. That's the only good part. I love the sweet potato fries. Someone will just get sweet potato fries and basically, okay. like, waste a swipe. Have you heard this? Sweet potato fries with peanut butter. I haven't heard it's that. It's good. It's good. There's a restaurant um, uh, that does it. It's called The Garage, So, and they have... Fries. They have the sweet potato fries, and whenever they'll uh, they'll ask you like what sauce you want, like do you want peanut is butter? Is it more like melted down so you can it's, dip it? It's more creamy, yeah. Okay. But it's actually really good. It's I don't know how to explain. I don't it. think I would like because okay, I'm not having like a weird reaction to it, but I'm just not a peanut butter person. Peanut butter is just not like I I could never eat peanut butter again, and I'd be okay with it. See, every once in a while, I'll get the craving. I'm like, mm, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Not like an uncrustable, but like Fun, funny a story. Good one. I bought, um, I mean, I've gone a couple times since, but I'll, I'll go with my grandmother to like a big like wholesale store. And I got two giant things of peanut butter. And I'll like make myself have peanut butter, like a spoonful, just because of the protein, or I need like quick sugar. Um, I got myself a giant two pack of peanut butter and they're each like a pound. <laughs> like the Jesus big Christ. ones. I got two of those. Those are and gonna last you for a life. Thing of jelly. I haven't touched the jelly once or anything. I was like, oh, I'll make PB and J's. They're just so good. A little late night snack. You cut off the crust if you don't like it, uh-uh. cut it into a triangle. I also mm. beef with bread. I think bread is stupid. I beef with bread because I have to get gluten-free bread, and it's oh, like $6 yeah. a loaf. I just think bread is stupid. I like specialty bread, like rolls and stuff. That's fine. Like, I I love me a good sourdough or, like, baguette, but I, white bread just makes me angry. 
<laughs> Sorry, that was a big tangent. <laughs> on peanut butter. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are, are there any other hot takes that are worthwhile? No, honestly, those are the only ones that are. Yeah. Crazy, not crazy, but that were. Yeah, we wanna we wanna do some more hot takes just to see. Um, that was just like a small poll of things. Um, but yeah, some other things we wanted to talk about, like in the news or. I don't even know if this is, like, pop culture news. Um, I saw this. I I hate saying that I saw it on TikTok first, but, like, sometimes I'll see things on TikTok and then I'll go look it up or whatever. You can't just take things off of TikTok. Um, But about the M&M candies. So we're, like, a couple weeks late to this, but it's okay. Um, Tucker Carlston... That he has uh, the most watched news show in the country. And he was talking about, he called them woke M&M's. Because the M&M's brand was changing a little bit. Like, what the characters look like. Because it's weird. Like, each person has, like, their personality, you know? But I mean, I feel like that's what makes them the M&M's. Like, we, I... I don't know about you, but I like I grew up with like the M and M's, those like commercials, like during Christmas or like Halloween. It would be like the girl M and M's and the guys, and they're like cracking their own little jokes, and you kind of yeah. like make a little laugh at it because it's like, oh my gosh, it's like M and M's talking. <laughs> they have their own character, have sac- sarcastic jokes. Yeah, and then they always joke how like that green one's the sexy M and M because he <laughs> she wears the eyelashes and glasses. Yeah, and like lipstick. the stilettos. Um, but no, you're right. Like, they're a unique brand because they have that funny element. And honestly, I would get pissed at this too, but I saw it directly from, um, like, the drama, not the actual news. Like, if I saw an article that they're getting rid of it or making them different, I would be like, that's sad. Like, that was my childhood. But I just saw it from, uh, Carlson, and he, (laughs) this is a direct quote. So, this is what the changes were. Um, apparently, I heard this. I don't see this here in the article, but they're like, oh, there's a plus-size M&M, but isn't it just, like, the one that's filled with something? Yeah. Like, the peanut M&M is bigger, so I think it was, like, one of those. Um, but it says, the brown M&M swapped her stilettos for lower block heels, and the green M&M traded in go-to boots, boots, sorry, for sneakers, Carlson declared that M&M's will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Why are M&M's supposed to be appealing? Because <laughs> I think the whole thing, I, I don't want to be like you, but no. I don't want to say I heard this on TikTok, yeah. but I heard someone going over the whole controversial thing of it is that they thought the green M&M with like her stilettos and lip gloss was being too sexualized and how can you sexualize a chocolate? It's an M M&M. and M. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand it. I I try to see the other side of where someone can be like, oh my gosh, this is way too sexualized to be an M M&M and M on TV. But then I, I don't get like, why people complain in the first place. Yeah, it's been going like these commercials and these like characters oh, okay. have been on for forever. So why just now? Yes. So I I found the other part I was looking at. So there's a new purple M M&M, and M, which I haven't seen yet. I might be a special flavor, um, but the purple character Carlson de- described as obese on his show, but it's the same size and shape as the yellow and the blue, and the yellow and the blue are both stuffed with things, so I don't know what the purple one is, but it makes sense. Like, if the yellow one's peanut, 
I think the blue is peanut butter M&M's. They're both filled. Um, maybe the purple's the one with, like... Don't they have one with, like, pretzel now, caramel. too? That might be the blue one. But um, regardless, like, the bigger ones are big because they're stuffed. Um, and he thinks the reason she's big is because they're trying to, like, be size inclusive. And first of all, I'm going to show you the picture. Does she look fat or big? No, she just she looks, looks like, like an m M&M. <laughs> She looks like a model. She's taller. Yeah, because, like, the <laughs> taller ones are obviously the yellow and the blue one, and now this purple one is a little bit taller. But even then, you're. I don't think everyone's first, like, automatic response is, oh, my gosh, it's, she's bigger they're because woke. they're trying to be, like... If they're not woke M&M. <laughs> I think they're just M&Ms trying to come out with new characters. I Me think, too, but I, I that's yeah, I don't think they should be, like, changing the characters, like, I agree with you, like, no one's sexualizing a green M&M, yeah. but it's not the end of the world if they do change their shoes, like, yeah. I really don't care, if they were to change everything, I'd be sad, um, but we get to see a big debut, I'm excited for the Super Bowl, because um, they announced that Maya Rudolph is going to be the new spokesperson mm-hmm. for M&M's. And she's she's so funny. Didn't she's she great. come out? She came out with like a commercial. And it's like we're changing the name of M and M's to what is it like Maya's and Maya's or what was it? Oh, I. It was for like the Super Bowl commercial, and I was like, oh, that's funny. And then yeah. it automatically just made me think of M and M's being changed. <laughs> yeah, um, but there's gonna be more commercials to come apparently that we'll probably see debut on the Super Bowl. So. That's that's exciting. I'll have to go up and look them up on TikTok or YouTube. Oh yeah, that's the best source. (laughs) (laughs) And then moving on with pop culture news, we wanted to bring up beauty influencers, not as a whole, because that could be its own episode. That's a whole other thing to talk about. (laughs) I love the drama. Like I grew up just watching like Jeffrey Star, like Shane Dawson. Me too. I I'm. I'm ashamed of saying it, but I will say Jeffrey Jeffree Star and the Shane Dawson watch them all the time, makeup reviews, his uh, Shane Dawson's like conspiracy theory videos. Yes. Like those are my I looked forward to them. And then their big thing was all like everyone came out with an eyeshadow palette. Like uh James Charles. I watched like a couple videos. Um, but he pissed me off. <laughs> I think my favorite was when Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson, like, did the whole collab, and yeah. Shane, like, showed, like, the background of how much money and, like, oh my everything God, goes in. everything, yeah, but, like, in whole, a good way. To the whole, like, beauty world. Yeah, and then Jeffree Star, like, after, um, Shane Dawson got canceled, um, Jeffree Star kind of fell off just because he was, like, very much tied with the whole industry and close with Shane Dawson. So he kind of pulled away and he did it for his own, like, mental health and well-being and, like, good for him. He's also... Wait. I think... He's 37. So, like, you've you've had your time. I think it was also, like, all the whole part of the thing, like, him drawing away is because people were, like, bringing up stuff from his, like, past of him yeah. saying, like, racial slurs and everything like that. Yeah, people, again, he is 37, He's and he was really popular in, like, the early 2000s, up like, to 2010, MySpace. MySpace era, yeah. That's when he was doing and everything. And he said things that were part of the time. Like, I don't know if they're necessarily, like, racist, but, like, he, there were some things that people are just trying to, like, cancel him for, basically. Just take stuff out of context or... If it's, like, a 20-year-old video, like, I don't think you can put it to current times. But whatever. He decided to open his own ranch 
his Staryak Ranch. Um, <laughs> Isn't it like Wyoming? Or yeah. Something like that? He used in Casper, Wyoming. Oh my God! I just found it. You can you can buy it stuff. Um, but he used to live in a $20, 20 million dollar California mansion. He had a very luxurious lifestyle. He would always wear Louis Vuitton. He has Louis Vuitton tattooed on his fingers. He literally had like <laughs> Porsches and Lamborghinis and yeah, like luxury cars. How much money that man has? Um, and then he just stepped up and got away to Wyoming. He has over 200 yaks. And I remember seeing the videos and I was like, oh my God, that actually sounds pretty nice. It's like, kind of iconic when he just like comes up on my For You page and he's like in the snowy mountains and he just has like a 70 acre ranch. Yeah. It's a big ranch. But like yeah. that's the actual house. I pulled up a picture and it's literally like on a mountain. Um, it's pretty humble compared to the old lifestyle. But it looks awesome, like him riding on the yaks and stuff, still dressed Aww. up. But that's not, like, honestly. Still in his that... iconic track suits. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, why he's relevant again. You can buy yak meat, too, from him. I've, I've seen people buy it online. <laughs> um, so, a couple days ago, this was like... This was a week ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Maybe. I don't know why all these articles say a day ago. But basically, he posted a photo and a video um, with an NFL player. <laughs> and not, like, soft launching him. Like, not showing his face, just showing yeah. his, like, his hand or, like, Showing his, his hand back. in the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And, and he said NFL boot. Yeah. He and everyone's now trying to figure out. Like some of the NFL wives are like trying to figure out. Like is my husband? They're upset. Yeah, because Who's I. With? It's funny because I saw it when it first came out because it was like a week ago and now it's back in the news again because people are getting upset and now they have to say like that's not my husband or this and that. Yeah. Um, like I watched this other uh, TikToker. Her name was like Allison Kutch and yeah. she's with Isaac. And she, like, made a TikTok, like, making a joke, like, is that you? Was that you in Wyoming with Jeffree Star? Yeah. Or another TikTok um, NFL wife was like, I don't have to worry about um, Jeffree Star being with my NFL husband because he's here with, like, a broken ankle and, like, shows a video (laughs) of him, like, rolling away. Yeah. Oh, I just pulled the picture. It's such an awkward picture. And honestly, I don't even know, like, if that is an NFL player, but I I believe because when Jeffree exposed, like, the famous people he's been with. I or remember like the he people said a couple. Been in his DMs, it's like whoa. I don't understand. It's like okay, Jeffrey, pulling all that, but yeah, that's a whole like controversial thing. And the way like he captioned the picture too was like here with my six six like NFL. Yeah, he boyfriend. shared the height. Yeah, and so now everyone's like, which NFL player is like six six? Oh my god! Does, yeah, they're trying to figure it out. Like, didn't make it to the Super Bowl or anything like that. Yeah, he he's doing it on purpose. Um, he's soft launching him. Oh, I didn't see this. So, Saren Anderson, I don't know who that is. She's the wife of a Panthers player. Um, sent a DM. I'm getting harassed because my husband is in the NFL and people think it's him. Please stop. And then Jeffrey reposted that on his story. <laughs> Um, oh, that kind of that kind of looks like him. Well, because we can only see like the back of his head, and you can see that of course he has like facial hair, but you don't know if it's like a full on beard or anything like that. But you can see that he's like a white guy. He's a, he's a white man. Yeah. 
Oh, boy. But then I I think this was all done on purpose. Because, yeah, Jeffrey is trying to come back, which we'll get into, the other beauty influencer. But he's using things, like, to blow him up in the media as an excuse. And now he's, like, fully coming back to YouTube and everything. Everyone was, like, making jokes is like oh you guys have like awoken the monster the monster's back yeah i'm honestly excited <laughs> i will say his makeup reviews iconic he was always honest in them yeah but now now he's back oh my god his new profile picture holy crap what <laughs> jeffrey <laughs> jeffrey's going a little crazy just saying not like he hasn't been before <laughs> But yeah, he's like apparently all back. And for a while with the whole Yak Farm, he stopped wearing wigs for a while. And I think the wigs were more like a public eye or like YouTube thing. Yeah. Yeah, because like all the ones from a year ago, it's all like the hair. And then you go to like some of the Yak videos, all short hair. And now he's back with the. Oh, it's also just like his like image is like the beauty influence. I have to have like face, hair, makeup, nails, the look, everything. And the wigs had to be part of the look. Oh, yeah, and then the the final thing I want to bring up is the other controversy. I don't know her name, so you can. Her name's <laughs> Michaela. I will not try to pronounce her last name because I will butcher it. <laughs> um, but it's the whole scandal of her reviewing a mascara product, and it was that popular, wasn't it? Like Maybelline or yeah, L'Oreal? I think it was like the one of like the telescopic. So I think it was like the L'Oreal yeah. telescopic mascara. It was like a new one that they had dropped, and I think she had gotten it sent to her by. The brand, because that's what she does. She reviews makeup. Um, she's gotten famous on TikTok for doing makeup reviews, makeup tutorials, anything like that. Came out with her own um, palettes with uh, Glam Light, I believe. Yeah. So the whole thing was she tried the mascara, was showing everybody up close how it looked on her natural eyelashes, and you could... I don't know, people zoomed in and were like, she's wearing fake eyelashes, reviewing this mascara, and that's not very, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't care too much about that stuff, um, but Jeffrey went all out, like, came out yeah. from the dark, and these happened back to back, so I think it was, like, a plan just to go, like, Like, this is the video where everyone was like, you've woken the monster, because the whole thing was, oh, if she's lying about a mascara review, what else could she be lying about? And then people started saying, oh, we need Jeffree Star and his makeup reviews back. He was at least honest to us about if products were worth buying and spending your money on and doing all this. So then he's like, I'm back. Oh, boy. Yeah, and I just see now that he did try the same product and said it's really pretty the bottom lashes look stunning it's cute it's very affordable i love that it's 15 dollars. it separated the lashes but is it the greatest thing on the planet no but i'm not gonna get i'm not getting paid to say that and also exposed how there is a lot of influencers ex- um accepting brand deals for up to like almost half a million well, i saw this <laughs> video and it was like what normally happens is if whenever an influencer has like a brand deal or they do like a paid ad or partnership with a brand what happened is for every a thousand subscribers like you charge so and such money so it's like so Michaela has more than I don't know how many subscribers so she's getting paid a lot of money 
to review a mascara. Yeah. And for her to go and still be seen or like to have on fake lashes is kind of that's embarrassing yeah (laughs) it it really is and this isn't the first time she's been brought up like as a controversial figure on tiktok of course with the whole her editing her um, pictures and saying like changing how her body looked and how her face looked changing like her her skin and texture appearance after she did makeup so it's not the first time so i think this was just the second straw for a lot of people who followed her yeah and it's frustrating if you are a part of that like beauty community and you have that's why jeffrey's coming back because he said like he's not getting paid to do any of his makeup reviews um so he's gonna actually review things and yeah Tell everyone if it's worth it or not. If it's Jeffree Star approved. A Jeffree Star approved. And I will be watching every video, even though I don't wear much makeup. And I will be watching every video because I love doing my makeup. Nice. Yeah. I want to hear all about the yak farm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that wraps up everything. So thanks for tuning in. And thank you, Karen, for joining me. Thank you for having me.